Welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And uh, we're back after our impromptu break week, aren't we? <laughs> yes. Yes, we are back. And uh, I think as we mentioned at the end of the, uh, the our last podcast, the, uh, this time we were doing a big finish story again. And uh, we're still sticking with the Wrath of the Asini, um from Big Finish, so um, which is a Tom Baker story. Yes. And, uh, well, this time we gave you plenty of warning because it was still available to listen to on the BBC uh, Radio iPlayer. So hopefully everyone's listened to it. By the, by the time you listen to this, it might not be because we've been delayed in getting this out. <laughs> exactly. I think I think when I re- re-listened to this before um, recording tonight, I think there were six days left. Yes. So it might disappear. It might do. But, but hey, we gave people warning two weeks ago, Paul. Yeah, and you know our fan, you know our fans. Oh, fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh this this is very much stretching a point. <laughs> is indeed. <laughs> well, that's you and me covered then. Um, but our listeners, we gave we gave them two weeks' notice, and they listen to everything we say. I mean, come on. Oh God, should we do some news? Yes. Yes, please. Uh, now the the I say the big news that broke this week. It wasn't very big at all, really. Um, we had our first teaser trailer for Series 9, didn't we? We did. Yes, yes. and um, I think tease is the word. <laughs> yes, we now, we now know the TARDIS is in Series 9. <laughs> yes, um, I posted this up on our um, Facebook group, if, if you're members of that, and also on our uh, on our Twitter feed. If all our hands are. <laughs> oh, oh, indeed, yeah, you and me. Um yeah, and also put it on our on our Twitter feed as well. Um, yes, the the BBC well, it's actually for BBC America uh, to herald the upcoming uh, you know, arrival of Series Nine. Uh, did a very 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 brief um, trailer, which is which Paul just said it confirms that the TARDIS is in Series Nine, and that's about it. It just sort of it's whizz- still blue. <laughs> it's, yes, it's still blue. It's not going to you know. It's not changing colour, fans. You know, you can all, you can all, um, you're now referred to as fans instead of listeners. <laughs> I'm sticking with this, Paul. I'm, stick, I'm sticking with it. Um, yeah, it was. Or is it a double bluff? <laughs> what? That they're fans? <laughs> <laughs> the TARDIS is in it and still blue and looking like a police box. Well, they do say Moffat always lies. Yes. Yes. Yes, uh, it's it, just it, the sort of thing he'd do, isn't it? It is indeed. Uh, it, it obviously it gives no, absolutely nothing away. It's just sort of building up the anticipation somewhat, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I don't. But at least they are actually think, advertising the fact that it's coming back. Yes, and I'm still got my fingers crossed. It's not coming back on the August bank holiday. <laughs> I think that's a very slim hope. That one. I know. I know. Although, although. Um, Apparently, was what I can't remember who someone connected to the show was asked uh, when's the show coming back, and they said, "Oh well, you have to, you know, you have to wait until September." And then that that statement was very very quickly deleted. So, but didn't didn't, no, didn't we have this in the we, uh, one of the cons they did a couple of years ago when it first? Yeah. To, um, to the autumn that someone said, "Oh, it'll be back in September. It'll be in September." And no, it's August Bank Holiday. August Bank Holiday. Yeah, that was the the split 
Series 6, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. Or was it Split Series 7? I can't actually remember. But it was um, Caroline Skinner, wasn't it? Yeah, Who I think it was that? series. Was it series seven, and was it when we went to the? Was it the actual the Cardiff one that we went to that she said? It might have been actually. Yeah, that does ring a bell. That does ring a bell. Oh well, oh well, it's, it's in the past, and because they showed, didn't they? They showed a trailer from it there. As it was the trailer pre- for it there, it was and the then premiere of the trailer, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. You'll have to wait until September to see it all, and that just went. Yeah, that, that went viral, didn't it, really? Yeah. Okay, anyway, so I think that's enough. I think we've, we've discussed that one to death, really, because there is nothing to discuss, is there? So uh, no. let's move we on to the... No, no. So let's move on to the next news item, then. Um, now, while we've been away, um, it was announced that Stephen Moffat has been, um, or will be, honoured with an OBE. Yes. Yes. Or, or an oboe, as I... An oboe, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, when I sent Paul the news item link, he read it as Stephen Moffat honoured with oboe. <laughs> Sort of, sort of a French old man himself. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this was um, announced in the Queen's Birthday Honours list uh, for this year. Uh, so, uh, for those of you who don't know um, what OBE stands for, it of course means Order of the British Empire. Yeah, so yeah, another person. Oh, that, I would be, know. I would be quite, quite fitting in some people's eyes. I think if when he arrives, he's actually given an MBE, and it's not quite as good as he thought it was going to be. No, it's a, it's a slight disappointment. <laughs> yes, yes. After, after after his big build up. It's, it's yes. A disappointment. Now you know how the fans feel, Buffett. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. Um, but this has been awarded to him for his services to drama. Yes. Yes. Um, no doubt, there's going to be a subsection of fans out there who think this is totally undeserved. Um, he should be um, stripped of any other honours he's got as well. Not let anywhere near Doctor Who ever again. Um, I'm not one of those people. So no. there we are. I don't. We're not. We're not on this podcast. Full stop. Are we? No. Really. So yes. I so, liked, I liked what someone said. Totally off topic, but talking about awards. Yeah. But in the same round thing. Van Morrison was given an award for oh, yes. services to the music industry. And as I think Danny Baker said, no one hates the music industry more than Van Morrison. <laughs> and I did, he sort of like, I actually saw him smile once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, congratulations. I don't know if the, you know, the Queen's Birthday Honours means as much as it used to. I honestly don't know, but um, in the East Yeah, I'm only saying that because you weren't listed in it. Come on. Well, you know, if our um, I th- I think our if, fans, our fans had their fans. way, yes. <laughs> I'm still sticking with it. Still sticking with it. Now, until, until this podcast comes by royal appointment, I think we're gonna. It's struggle. only it's only a matter of time, Paul. It's only it a matter of time. Now, um, some other news that broke uh, while we were away as well was uh, Sir John Hurt has been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Um, so, obviously, we sort of wish him the best and yes. hope he has a very swift and speedy recovery. Um, yeah. I'd say that the, the fortunate thing in this, it has been diagnosed with early-stage pancreatic cancer as well. So, um, yeah. let's hope he responds well to treatment because the, the man is an absolute legend. Yes. He exactly. really is. Absolute legend. Um, now, um, some news that we sort of picked up on, I think, came up 
Um, it, I think it, we're recording the Wednesday night again. Another early recording, aren't we? So, um, but something you spotted that came up yesterday um, was there's a um, a bus in Brighton has been named the John Nathan Turner. Yes, it, it's it's on the Route 12. Yes, from Brighton to Eastbourne, and it passes the Seven Sisters Country Park, which is where parts of uh, the War Games was filmed. Fact fans, there you go. Um, would you would you care to read the description of the John Nathan Turner bus? Oh, well, it comes with a low emission Euro Six engine, free Wi Fi, an upper deck table, and with USB charging points, softer seating, next stop information, and real time tracking of the bus location. Now that, folks, is entertainment <laughs> on four it, wheels. It's the future come early, isn't it? It is. They, they, oh, I can't believe it. it it's, it's tomorrow, arrived today. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Yeah, a bus named after John Nathan Turner. Has this been campaigned for or something? Or is it just... Was, was he a resident of Brighton? I honestly don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure, actually. No. I presume so. There must be some link. I've heard of trains being named after famous people, but never buses. Why not? Is, Why not, indeed? Answer? Why not, yes. indeed? Indeed. Yes, Some of the a... National Express coaches are, aren't they? Oh, they are? I've never noticed. I think so. Never noticed. Yes. Well, as, as our fans... Because oh, you fan... only travel first-class trains. Well, exactly. As, 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 <laughs> as, as, that's what our fans expect of me. <laughs> When George picks you up in the car in the mornings, it doesn't really come to it. <laughs> oh, God. Right, okay then. Now, uh, next up, there's been something, I think it's all been, has it been released already? The, the Beneath Summerfield 2 store, or whatever it's called, from Big Finish? I think it has now, yes. Yeah. Um, this what was what was the story called again? Re- refresh my memory, because I haven't got this link up in front of me. So uh, Yeah, it's the, well, actually... They've released for the upcoming box set, and I'm not sure if it actually is out yet or it was. It's supposed to be coming out later this month, but this is, this is an article from about a week ago, so yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's the New Adventures of Benice Summerfield Volume Two, and it's the Triumph of Sutek. Mm. Now they've actually sort of uh, announced it with, with a nice little uh, promotional video, didn't they? Yes. Which was uh, sort of. Uh, very well done, and and they sort of push the the boat out on the budget somewhat for this one. I've, I've never seen yeah. a, a video um, sort of a, a advertisement for for Big Finish yet, but um, it appears they really have pushed the boat out, doesn't it? Yeah, because I mean, part whoever's doing their advertising has, has blown the budget for the next thousand years, I think, because <laughs> in all the papers over the last day, there's been pictures of the pyramid on Mars, hasn't there? Yes. So I mean, well done, big finish. I mean, you really have sort of pushed the pushed the boat out there. I mean, it... I have to say, yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely no end to that to that as an advertising campaign. No, exactly, exactly. Um, yes, apparently it was the um, the NASA's just to put the story into some sort of context here. Um, NASA's Curiosity rover um, has found well a photograph. It looks like a pyramid, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, it looks like a pyramid. It, it's quite obviously not. Uh, but of course, it's got all the conspiracy. How do you know? Come oh, on. it's got all the conspiracy theory nuts on the go, isn't it? So, um, and no, it's definite, definite proof of an ancient civilization. Definite. Um, it said it's the uh, <laughs> the YouTube. Now, th- this is proof positive, Paul. The YouTube channel Paranormal Crucible it says near perfect design and shape means the premise is the result of intelligent design and certainly not 
a trick of light and shadow. Mm. Now, yeah. I must admit that the, the, a lot of the papers reported this with the photograph shown at a certain angle. Yes. So when you so, actually see the actual photograph and and the actual depth of field, um, no, it doesn't look anything <laughs> like, like a massive pyramid at all, actually. Well, apparently other theories all suggested that it's simply the tip of a larger structure buried underground. Of an iceberg? Where are we going? No, it's <laughs> is the, it Titanic found on Mars? <laughs> it's the tomb of Sutex, what it is. <laughs> oh, dear. But, um... Other people will also point out the mysterious pyramids could have been formed by wind. Yes. Yeah, which, which is giving me at the moment this. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Sutek did need someone to have a hand to hold his cushion on, didn't they? On his seat, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wind is. Now, <laughs> now, actually, now this just goes to, to 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 sort of back up my statement of saying that it is nowhere near the size of of a, of a, of a pyramid because it says the pyramid is thought to be about the size of a car. <laughs> yes. So, was it the Fiat 500 of pyramids or something? I'm sure you can get get two or three Zutex in there if you really push. <laughs> Maybe they had competitions on Mars back in the day or something. Yes. How many Zutex can you fit in a mini? <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Now, uh, moving on from that. Now, we were sort of debating whether this should go into Tat Corner or not, but we thought, well... You can't actually buy them. There's no price. Um, and it really is a San Diego Comic Con exclusive by the sounds of things, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, now, Titan, I think it's Titan Comics have got a um, a stand or got a presence at this year's San Diego Comic Con. And Now, the comics we never we never really discussed, have we? You never sort of entered, no. our, entered our radar, to be honest. But apparently there's a few... Um, exclusives are going to be there, but one thing that did catch her eye. They they've got some more of those little Titan figures uh, that are going to be ex- apparently exclusives to to uh, San Diego Comic Con. And um, again, I think I can hear the sound of the barrel being scraped. Actually, unless you're sort of collecting these things, um, basically you've got a 50th anniversary Tenth Doctor wearing the um, the fez as he did in Day of the Doctor, um, and then you've got the um, Tenth Doctor in a tuxedo and glasses, holding his sonic screwdriver, which I'm assuming must be from that Titanic thing. I can't remember the name of the yeah. bloody thing now. Um, Voyage of the no Voyage of the Dams, is that it? Yeah, Voyage yeah, of the Dams. That's it. Um, yeah, <laughs> to our iceberg again. <laughs> yeah, we are, aren't we? Um, yeah, they're they're just the standard for um, actually the um, Tenth Doctor wearing the face only a three inch figure. Um, and the tuxedo wearing Tenth Doctor, it's a 4.5 inch figure. Uh. Why is different difference in size? I've got absolutely no idea. Um, but as I say, I don't know how much they're going to cost, or they're just giving them away for free. I've got absolutely no idea. <laughs> yes. yes, it says it, Titan Wars have exclusive merchandise available from the Titan booth 5537. Uh. Yeah, so there we go. And I think it's an in supposed to be at San Diego Comic Con as well this year. So I understand. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I don't think we covered that, did we? When it was that was back no. in end that was end of May, I think when that was announced. But uh, yes, so there you go. Um, so that's the end of a very very light news week. I mean, we've been away for two weeks. There's been buggerals reporting, aren't there? Uh, that's why I didn't rush back. <laughs> no, indeed, indeed. I don't blame you. Did you want buggering off for another week? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> we might we might just have some <laughs> accumulate enough news. More fans. Yes. <laughs> Can you? Yeah, everyone just bugger off for another week. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, we, we did give an impromptu break week out there, fans, didn't we? So, yes. yes. So, um, 
Well, that's it. They're ready for the news, isn't it? That is it. So coming up next is our review of the Wrath of the Asini. So for another week, then, that was the news. Right then, everybody, it's time for another Big Finish review, and this time we're covering a Tom Baker fourth Doctor story, and it is The Wrath of the Iceni. We are our stories. We are our songs, our dances. There are those who would say we tell our tales, but they are wrong. Our tales tell us. Why are we here? Your continued education. What's the point of a time machine if you don't use it? Oh, the gods preserve us, you cowards. Think you can simply run away? You serve Queen Boudicca now, as do I. From this day forth, you shall tell her fortune, or I shall put you to the torture myself. If I want you to learn about your ancestors, better to do it in person, not skulk about in museums. You should make peace with your false gods. You will be seeing them soon enough. Are you first, witch? When I am gone, my children will sing of me. They will sing of Boudicca... Leela and of the Doctor. Let them begin. Doctor Who, the wrath of the Iceni. And I believe it is my turn to kick this off, isn't it? It is. It is. Okay. Um, I've got to be perfectly honest. I loved this. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I loved it. Um, I thought it was. Okay, right. It, right okay. <laughs> this has got my attention. Yeah, no, I did. I loved it. Um, it it was weirdly, it was a, a purely historical story, as yes. much as we know about that 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 history of that time. Um, there was no sci-fi twist to it. It was simply a case of um, the Doctor not wanting to change history, and not yes. and, and for once not get involved in history, mm. as well, which I thought was a uh, um, very very unfourth doctor like if you see what this, i mean he didn't yeah. want to get involved at all did he no this, this is slightly my problem with um you want me to butt in and say what my problem is with yes this? go for it go for it this having been someone who'd say oh i'd quite like to see you know we haven't had a purely historical doctor who story for ages yeah not sure the fourth doctor's the right doctor to do one Okay, okay. And I can that? understand that this is very much a good story for Leela, and I quite liked her journey in this. Mm. But it really doesn't use the Fourth Doctor a lot. Um, mainly because he's best, I think, when he's with his wordplay against someone of reasonable, equal, of equal intelligence. Okay. And okay. we didn't have that in this. So. Sort of a bit. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was, it was good from the Leela point of view. But yeah, I sort of wasn't quite sure if the Fourth Doctor's the best one to do a purely historical episode. Oh, right, I think okay. if you're, you're going to do it with one of the big Finnish Doctors, probably I'd have thought the Fifth Doctor as as a Doctor would be best. But I can obviously understand why Leela was the best companion. Yeah, for for that. I mean, obviously we haven't sort of kicked on. Um, oh, sorry, kicked on. Um, Sort of highlighted, really. I've tried to give it a kicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sort of highlighted exactly what the story's about. Basically, they they land um, in ancient Norfolk. Basically, the Doctor's sort of taking Leela on a sort of. Uh, it's part of her education isn't it, to learn more about her, yes. her ancestors. And they arrive in ancient Norfolk, and they arrive at the time of Boudicca's rebellion against the Romans. 
Yes. Um, basically, Leela ends up fighting alongside Boudica, yeah. being that being the warrior that that she is. Um, and it's which, also... which, which is quite a, a you know a, a nice image and um, whatever in terms of the two female warriors. Yeah, and, and that's what I liked about it. To be honest, um, I, I like the fact that you know Leela sided with Boudica because Boudica had been wronged by the Romans, yeah. um, especially after what they did to. Um... Actually, I like the way that the, how they handled what happened to Boudica's daughters. Yes, by the Romans, they didn't spell it out they just sort of like left it as a as that awkward silence and then Leela mm. understood what the doctor what the doctor yeah. meant um so yeah I, I i like the fact they didn't spell that out at all which um, it, it, you know. it was probably one of the best uses of a tom baker pools wasn't it it was yes it was indeed um but then obviously sort of Leela sees what Boudica or this version of Boudica is i don't know if, if again i didn't look into the history you did didn't you yeah, I mean, it does pretty much try to stick to the, shall we say, the the commonly held yeah, views. Yeah, um, um, and, and it is that that she absolutely hates Romans. Yeah. Yeah, because she would slaughter men, women, children of any age, wouldn't she? Yeah. because that, and, and also any Britons who were their slaves as well. Basically, if you weren't if you weren't fighting for her cause, you were a traitor. That that's what the, this story is saying, anyway. Yeah. So there, there, there is there is always the 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 well known phrase that history is written by the winners. Yes. And she wasn't one of the winners. So. No, she wasn't. No, no, she certainly um, wasn't. Yeah. So so I mean, there there is the fact that we don't really know, but that is it, this story does follow the the commonly held story. Yeah. Um, and obviously the whole thing is uh, in this he, he the doctor wants out of this because he knows what's going to happen yeah and and says as he says it's it's too too big a fixed point in history yes to change anything is you know yeah could change the whole course of mankind and leela being in, in, impulsive wants to help Boudicca you know right this wrong um she did mm. Doesn't she, doesn't see the the big picture. She's she's just there in this time, isn't she? Yeah. Um. She just wants. She just sees that, that you know Boudica deserves her vengeance. Uh, you know, against the Romans. So, um, and the Doctor's trying to get away all the time, isn't he? We should leave now. Um, yeah. But she she doesn't. Obviously, she really gets stuck right into the thick of it, really. Um, and you're right. What you said. Uh, this very this is very much Louis Jameson's story rather than Tom Baker's. Yeah, which I don't mind. No, and I, I, and I, I think, once, I, once I'd sort of settled into that, I was, I was, I was fine with it. I think. Yeah, um, it was just the fact that you just thought. Mm. The the other thing I have with this is the fact that one of the the good things about Big Finish is that you can have the most fantastic sets going. Yeah, because you create them yourself, mm. and. This sort of didn't really have any atmosphere to it, you know. You know, you always say like when you're either reading a book or listening to these, mm. it's if you can really start seeing it yourself, then it's making a, an impact. But I just didn't really get a feeling for where they were or the conditions they were in mm. or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I I would agree with that. Um, I think mainly because how much atmosphere can you generate inside a tent? Yeah. Really, because that's the, a lot of the story. Um, 
they sort of travelled a little bit uh, through a forest, and you didn't really sort of get that sort of the soundscape, did you? The, the you know really high, no. like they're, they're in the forest. And then of course they spent a lot of time talking in tents. Um, I think um, th- you didn't get the chase or anything like that. You sort of had that went into this. You had the doctor going off on foot, and then he caught. And there was no. You felt they could have done something, perhaps a bit more with that. Well, it's a very short story, isn't it? It's only, yeah. it only, it's only in two parts, and it's it only lasts an hour. Uh, and I don't. I'm beginning to wonder because the other ones we've done for Tom Baker have lasted an hour as well, haven't they? And I'm beginning to wonder yeah. if that's just to do with Tom Baker's age now. He can't. Yeah, you know, I, you know, just can't record these mammoth blocks of um, of stories like the other doctors uh, can can do, or the other actors who play the doctor, I should say. So, but I, I've, I've, I've got no problem with that. It's no, just, I yeah. haven't. I haven't. No. Uh, but what, what, I mean, what did you? Th- I mean, as we're on the subject of Tom Baker, what, what did you think of his performance in this? Because as you said, he wasn't in it much. This, this was more Leela's story. Um, I think he was all right. It's just there, there wasn't really a lot for him to do, and it's. There wasn't that much for there wasn't oh, I don't know the the speeches or the in, like I say the interaction with another character that he could have you know the toing and froing that I think are the best bits about him there, you I don't mean, get because you're not going to get that with ancient Britons and whatever there, there was one I mean obviously this I mean obviously Tom Baker just sounds older now and I think uh, this was this was the first block of stories he recorded wasn't it. Yes. So I don't think he's quite got because we said that with Energy of the Daleks. He when we reviewed that, he wasn't quite in there yet, was he? No, wasn't back. It's all back into the groove. Um, and this one was before um, Energy of the Daleks. This this actually precedes it. So I think he's, he's even. It's probably about the songs. He's even less in the groove. Really, he, he's, no, he's, he's he's still there. And there, but there's the occasional flash of the old Tom Baker. Yeah. Especially when he gets angry, and he he, you know, he does that like when he when he, get, he sort of gets angry. I'm trying to think of a particular, um, particular story. I think it was more. I think it was something like the, going back to Pyramids of Mars again when he gets ang- angry with Scarman. He's yeah. Scar- Scarman's brother, Lawrence. Oh, was it was it Marcus? I can't remember. It's Lawrence. That's Scar- Lawrence. Lawrence, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and he he sort of does that. Shut up! He's, he gets out. He took through his gritty teeth. He he. he he can't really get across how dangerous this is. Yeah, and, he, and there's a quick flash of that in this as well. And I thought, oh, that's the old, that's the old Tom Baker there. So I, I was sort of glad to, to hear that. If it was, I think it was when he was sort of trying um, not to let the story go of what you know history tell you know relate history to to Boudica. I think that was the point, and he was just getting yeah. angry. That he, he was put into that position. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I liked him for, for that. I liked. I thought Louis Jameson was brilliant. Yeah, in this no, actually, I did, yeah, I really did. Uh, I like the. I like the fact that you know she practically went against the Doctor. Yeah. Until she sort of realised what kind of a person Boudicca was, and she sort of quickly sort of you know changed their minds. Um, but yeah, but I, I like the fact that she was. I can put used very intelligently, and the, the, the actions she made were very intelligent as well. When she, you thought for a moment that she had turned against the doctor, you know, you know, renounced your old life, you know, you you serve you, you know, you serve Boudica now, or I'll kill you myself, wasn't it? Um, and what yeah. she was actually doing was actually slipping the doctor a, a knife so he could escape. Yeah. So, I, I like the fact that they, they sort of 
sort of made you think, made you doubt whether, oh, oh actually, is Leela actually going against the Doctor here? Is, it, is this actually going to happen? Because um, the Doctor was going to leave with uh, Bragner, wasn't he? Yeah. So she was more his, his companion in this one to a certain degree. Yeah, once he got to about halfway, yeah, it sort of swapped, didn't it? Yeah, so. yeah. So I, I, I really, I really liked it. I really liked it. Um, but I thought that the the standout performance in this one was Ella Kenyon as Boudicca. Now I've only ever known Ella Kenyon for doing um, comedy roles because she was in the Catherine Tate Show. She was in the Green Green Grass, um, that that Boise from Fools and Horses um, mm. thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, the kids know her now as Captain Captain Sinker from a CBeebies um, show, um, Swashbuckle. Right. It's like a kids' game show thing. So <laughs> I have to take your word for it. I'm yeah. just like, cause I actually don't know. I don't know if I'd recognise her. Or I might recognise her, but you I might recognise. I couldn't yeah. necessarily put a a face to the name. She's she's been in loads and loads of things. You, yeah, you, you probably th- when you I think when you see it, that oh, that's who she is. It's yeah. probably. I mean, I actually didn't know her name, to be honest, until until you know, um, look at the cast list for this particular story. Um, but I thought she, I thought she was brilliant, because I say because I've only ever really known her for sort of comedic roles. So I thought, I thought for me, she was she was one of the standout actors of this one. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm not. I just just it just didn't grab me this story. Oh like, right, it's okay. Not... It's it's unusual. I honestly thought you would like this. Actually, yeah, I, thought... I mean, and, and I've, I've, I've sort of been one of the people saying I'd like to see them do a completely historical mm. with no aliens, no nothing. I just don't know whether this just because it just didn't have the, I don't know, just the imagery to it for me to. to well, I, th- I think it. it I did... think it may well have been better actually had this been a filmed episode, and you could sort of see the scenery and it was just there. Yeah. Well, I think the. I think the. The time it sort of came alive was at the end uh, when Boudicca attacked that Roman town. Yeah, and she gave that speech to her um, to her uh, soldiers, um, which I thought was very well delivered by her actually. Um, and it did sound like she was talking to nine hundred of her tribe. So yeah. I, I really liked that, and I thought um, that the battle was well realised. Um, uh, you know, at the end, um, and also like the the bit when Leela. Um, Called out Boudicca on her also on her double standards, saying you know she wanted when she's talking about you know the leader was saying you know you're going to be butchering your own people here you know the the, the British slaves that the working for the Romans and said they're traitors they deserve to die and said well she sort of like said well it, that didn't you know what about when you and your husband served them yeah for, in in return for money so yeah that that sort of took all the wind out of ourselves and I, I love the fact that you know Leela did that. Actually, um, you're still not buying this, are you? I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm I'm not, it's, just, it's been a very one-sided review at the moment. So. <laughs> I did. No, I do think I do think probably need to go back and just listen to it as Leela's story. Yeah, and I may well have enjoyed it more had the Doctor not been in it at all. Well, I, I don't know. I don't think no. I uh, don't think it would have been as, as good if, if the Doctor yeah. wasn't it. I mean, Tom Baker did have his have his moments in it. He really did, um, but. This is definitely Leela's story. This is without coming across wanting to come across patronising. I think this is a, this is the most feminist Doctor Who story I've actually listened to yet, or, or what? Yeah, you know, watch, listen to. You know, if you want to say in in the Doctor Who canon, this is probably the most feminist story I've come across. 
Again, I don't know. Again, you're not really buying it, are you? <laughs> well, no, yeah, I can see that. You, like I say, you've got two strong lead female characters. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, which yeah, the, you could well be right there. Yeah, um, and in a strange way that the, you know that it was all about you know um, Leela's education, as as it were, um, and I think she learnt a lot from this, which is probably sort of not quite the lesson the Doctor wanted for her, but she she did sort of learn quite a lot, really, didn't she? You know, actually, as, as we're doing this review, I'm slowly becoming aware that I may actually be. I find myself um, with. Complaining about this story because it hasn't got enough Tom Baker in it, mm. and I'm really probably taking the role in where I criticise fans of Tenant who complain when Tenant wasn't in an episode of Doctor Who enough. <laughs> oh, a Doctor Light. So this is this is your big finish Doctor Light story, isn't it? It is. It is a bit, and I find myself as as we've gone through this review, I've realised that I'm turning into the person I don't that I'd probably criticise. <laughs> if it was any other doctor you're turning into your own worst enemy <laughs> I realise I am just the Tom Baker fangirl that's what it is obviously you are obviously you <laughs> oh dear oh dear well I think we we'll have to we we'll have to agree to disagree on that one because I, I really enjoyed this story I thought it, it was a really good story for Leela um, there were flashes of, of, the, of the old Tom Baker in there and I thought the the antagonist of the story was very well acted and and well realised. So, no, I mean, yeah, I, yeah it, it was all right. I just, I, it just didn't didn't grip me. It didn't paint pictures. Yeah, which I, is, yeah. I mean, I must admit, I'm not usually a fan of the purely historical stories, if if I'm honest. But then again, um, I, 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 I think this, this puts me in mind of the Aztecs. It's got mm. that similar. They get dropped into a history, and the doctors, you cannot change one line. Of history, yeah. um, and you have Barbara wanting to change the outcome of, of history and, and change the the way the Aztecs are with with um, you know the, the old sacrifice thing and all that kind of you know what was going on. And Leela's wanting to do this as well. She's wanting to change history. She goes against the Doctor as Barbara did. Right. So now you're saying this story is just a retread of a previous story. <laughs> well, no, you see, these I like the Aztecs as well. And, that, and yeah, no, that, I like the Aztecs. Yeah, actually. It, it's um, um, I think for you know for for the budget they had and trying to you know recreate that period of history, I thought they did very well. And I th- and I thought they did well in this. I, I will agree though that look, there wasn't a, a, a the best soundscape in the world to to, no. to paint those no, pictures. I think for this, you. I think this could have been good actually had it been as I said actually filmed and actually had been a program so that you didn't i wasn't trying to imagine this i didn't need to to try and imagine the soundscape that yeah the, yeah what was around them because i could see it then yeah. i could have concentrated on the action but i found because i couldn't connect into couldn't place them anywhere hmm. there was just voices out of nowhere to me well you know why you couldn't place them because norfolk's as flat as a bloody billiard table isn't it so <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't getting yet any <laughs> Wasn't getting any echo there. That's no. what it was. <laughs> oh dear. Well, should, should we leave that there then? We're, yeah. we're, we're splitting half on that one. We're splitting yes. half on that one. But um, now, um, coming up in July. Yeah. So we 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 have a plan, don't we? We have a plan. Yeah. We mm. do have a plan. So we we do have uh, an audio commentary coming up, and yes. we do have. Um, 
some some sort of guests turn up on a, on a other special thing. We're not too sure yet which order they're going to arrive in. No, at the moment. So, um, but that's the plan for um, for July. So we're not going to have a break week really now until the end of July, are we? That's the theory. That's the theory. That's the plan. That is the yeah. plan. So we'll be going right through now until the to the end of July, um, and hopefully by then we might know when Series Nine is going to start. It's. August the 29th. <laughs> no, it's not. It's going to be the first weekend in September. <laughs> I, I guarantee it. <laughs> That's it. The fans will take... <laughs> they will now petition the BBC. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, so next week, um, it probably will be the commentary, won't it? Um... Yeah, more than likely because it's probably the easiest thing you say it and get out. Isn't it? Exactly, exactly. So uh, it probably will be. It probably will be the commentary, but um, but we'll 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 we'll, we'll keep you on. Um, we'll keep you in suspense. I think. Yes. All you fans watch, out there. Watch this space. <laughs> okay, then. So should we say goodbye to the fans then? Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they're starting to tear up as we say. <laughs> Tears of joy, I think. Right, okay then. So for another week then, it is goodbye from me, Phil. And it's goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. listening to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who podcast alliance.